innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We keep for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say, Ugh. Elevate, elevate, elevate. Higher, elevate, elevate, elevate. Higher, we gon' rise up. Shine. Work through adversity, stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate, this is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so great to see all of you one more time. It's your boy, Josh. Dalton. And we are here on the show. We're so excited to be with you again. And before we get into the things tonight, we'd love if you could subscribe. Follow our socials, share with your friends. Please, anything would be super appreciated as we're just two jabronis trying to <laughs> make a way in this life, you know? <laughs> But we're excited tonight because we have Brianna Trimmings on with us of Carmel City Clothing. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we're grateful to have her on. She's, we're getting into all kinds of stuff when it comes to business and how she's run her company. Uh, she's an amazing woman who's killing the game uh, with her business, and but you wouldn't know it. And that's why we like her. So before we any further ado... Brianna, who are you? What's your kind of your, your 30 second bio of who you are and where you come from? Um, so I'm Brianna. I'm born and raised in Halifax, Nova Scotia. So I am obviously very fashion obsessed, oriented. That's kind of like my 30 second bio. Perfect. So Brianna, Bri, mm-hmm. it's great to have you on the show. Yes, thank you for having mm-hmm. me. No problem. And thank you for just being willing. We're very grateful, me and Dalton, we're all here. And so... We love kind of what you're doing with Carmel City Clothing. Um, it's it seems like it's really started to get a following and get Gains legs. You yeah. will literally have a storefront in an expensive part of the city, so clearly something's going well. Yes. Um, what was that process like? Why did it start? How or sorry, how did it start? I should say. Yeah. So, Carmel City kind of came to me um, during quarantine all of my friends were purchasing clothes you know the economy's down you're not supposed to be buying stuff and all of my friends are like look what I bought today look what I bought last week all of this clothing and it's all coming from boutiques in LA stores in LA or stores in um, the US right so I'm there thinking like why can't we have a store like that in Halifax mm-hmm. um, so that's where the original idea came um, it's amazing. amazing. Did you find like, because you launched it during, did you launch it during COVID or just um, get the process started? The process started. And honestly, okay. it's like the, per- you guys can relate. It's the perfect time to do anything that's yeah. kind of been like on your mind or any something that you wanted to do. Like yeah. You're not doing anything. Um, but my, my partner, who is also my business partner, but um, like my romantic partner as well, He's always been involved in business, like his whole life. He started, he's a, a DJ by trade, but, mm. but um, he started his own business when he was 15. Um, he did like a nice. an auto DJ business, like a business oh. that DJs weddings and cool. events, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, he started that when he was 15. So he has always been involved in business. And we were dating for a bit at that point. So he was always talking about business and it was just on my mind. Yeah. So when quarantine happened, um, it was around Mother's Day. And we thought, like I thought that we should um, partner with a, a charity and do like 
Mother's Day gifts and deliver them around HRM because at this point people couldn't really like see their families. Mm-hmm. So we did that and it was supposed to be just like this little thing that whatever. But we ended up selling like 200 of these baskets, which was like $6,000 in revenue. Um, we did like a CTV um, news thing about cool. it. Like It was crazy and it just blew up. But that was probably, that was in May. And then, or no, sorry, that we s- started planning that in like April. And then after that, every night when I would go to sleep, all I could think about was business and like what I could sell next. Yeah, like, yeah, like absolutely working for myself and like, oh my God, I made $6,000 in one weekend. Like, yeah, why would I work for anyone when I could make money myself? Mm-hmm. And then you're just like sleeping and thinking about, all of these scenarios and these ideas. I don't know. It's crazy. It's yeah. like Straight up. Yeah. So here, here's a real question. We're going to drop this bomb on you. Mm-hmm. Is Are you taking any melatonin to sleep at night? <laughs> um, no, actually. Well, that's amazing. That's but, awesome. But I do stay up late. Luckily, mm-hmm. the store doesn't open until 12 uh, in the afternoon, but I'm up until like 2, 3 a.m. sometimes just why? like thinking about stuff. Like I'll be yeah. in bed at 11 and mm-hmm. I'm not asleep until because I can't stop thinking. Right? We yeah. are all the same, man. Dude, we're, <laughs> we're different It's breeds. so weird how it's just like, once you start working for yourself, yeah. like investing in you, you're like, I can't sleep. No, you can't. Until I figure out this next problem. Right, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's and it's just every entrepreneur's got that. Yeah. And they just will not go to bed. I know, yeah. Well, once you have a taste of it, you just can't get enough. Is it the taste of Work. Uh, that's what I always because for me for a long time it was the taste of money and I realized I was doing it for the wrong reason. I was mm-hmm. like, money is a byproduct of success, so I was right. hungry for more success. Mm-hmm. When you said the six thousand dollars at once, you were like, "That's so cool." Yeah, is that what drove you, or was it that that six grand could afford you to do something next? That that yeah, yeah. like knowing that I really never have to work for anyone other than myself if I keep doing mm. this. And, like, I had worked the the shitty – sorry, I don't know if I can swear. You're good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, I have worked, like, the waitress job at the bar that was yeah. underpaid and overworked. And, like, I had done that for a couple of years. And once I got a taste of that, couldn't imagine, not, like, working for anyone else yeah. for sure. ever again. I was like – I mean – the restaurant gig sucked. I yeah. hated it so yeah, much. Yeah, you did it too. I do, yeah. I, did, I worked, when I was living in Toronto and when I was in high school, I worked at like a little Italian um, restaurant. Yeah. And man, and they paid you under the table mm-hmm. and they paid you peanuts. I think at the time I was getting paid like five fifty an hour to do, to do all the work um, that the waitresses weren't doing. And I was like, what? Yeah, they're, they're, and they—I didn't get any tips. Nothing. Oh my god! No man, they kept oh, it off. Tips is the whole reason. <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason you would do it. Exactly, it was <laughs> awful. So I'm right there with you. I, I lasted all of maybe eight weeks, Jeez. and I was out. So yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, no, it wasn't for me. Obviously, it wasn't for you. Nice. Yeah, she she really she pulled the obviously it wasn't for you. <laughs> you <suck>. <laughs> <laughs> well. But it's true because yeah. I mean, I still. Uh, uh, maybe you do too. I, mm-hmm. I guess I should ask. Um, I still work a full time job along with running my business, just because yeah. I like to keep the business money like in the company. Right. Has this been able to like? Did you were you able to not go back to a full time job after COVID because of this, or do um, you do you like? Is there any other thing going on? 
Yeah, no, this is like my full time, my full time job. Oh, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I have thought about it, like picking up like a s- something. Well, yeah, like, you know, it's like when your side hustle turns into your full time job. Mm-hmm. You um, find a new side hustle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I've I've thought about like you know doing like a couple of nights at a restaurant or something, but I don't want to because I'm like that time is worth money to me. Yeah. So if I and can you just be thinking the entire yeah, shift. Like you'd I be on your phone. Exactly. Like, yeah. like I don't want to go to work at the and deal with customers and when I could be at home like coming up with the next thing that I'm gonna work on, you yeah, know? That will make like, you far more money yeah, in the long run probably anyway. Yeah, like that's not investing in yourself in my my opinion anyway. No, that's just quick cash. Yeah. It's quick cash to spend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a big question. I'm curious. We, you know, we talked a little bit uh, before the show about the possibility of owning a home someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So p- if, can you picture your, f- your future self? You end up, you finally get in your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lawn work to be done. There's things being cleaned around the house. Right. And you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. Would you hire someone to do those things so you could focus on your business? Or would you be like, no, I'm going to still do these things and still run my business? Um, I don't know. I think that I would... I don't know. I think I might hire someone. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> Let's go. That's the right answer. Yeah. I would rent. I think I would <laughs> hire someone. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Because you have to you have to say, like, how valuable is that to me? Mm-hmm. Time is money. Yeah, it is. It's, like, the biggest thing. Time is so much money. I, like, go to the store, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much money right now. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> spending an hour at the at the mall. Totally. And it's not even – that's the thing is I'm – I – care less about actually spending money mm-hmm. than I do uh, than wasting an hour in line. Yeah. I do not go to doctor's offices anymore. I use the Maple app because I refuse to sit in a doctor's office for 45 minutes yeah. to be told what a doctor could tell me on FaceTime. Yeah. No. Like, it, what? Yeah. 45 minutes is so much time. Yeah, it's very real. Like, when you start dissecting the time in your head and you're like, well, I could have sold... 10 dresses in this amount of time yeah. and made that was three client calls yeah like, exactly yeah. exactly yeah I'm, I I'm sure that's probably how most um entrepreneurs think for sure okay so yeah taking time out to uh figure out like it's really interesting how we start valuing time differently when we start running a company right yeah, yeah. i remember when i was working for somebody i always had a good work ethics i never wanted to waste money of someone who was paying me right um and I always wondered if I had my own company, what would that look like? So like, it's, it's me who's doing everything now. And now yeah. I'm like, I start valuing time very differently now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I asked that question is because me and my wife get into this fight a lot. Yeah. Because she's not very really? good. Oh, 100%. Oh. Dude. Yeah. But <laughs> as I told her, I was like, I wanted to hire someone to do our lawn. Um, and I was open to the idea of someone like maybe clean our house once a week. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. I was like, why not? I would, I would never mow along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, why not? And she was like, well, it's like, that's, that's bougie. And I was like, I, I understand, <laughs> but like. We got that small business money now. Yeah. Like we got, we got <laughs> stuff we got to do. I, I mean, I, like I literally, I built, I looked, I looked at how much an hour is worth of my time. Right. How much that's worth. I'm like, it's actually cheaper to hire them to do my lawn than me doing it myself. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm just going to do it. I was like, no, I don't want you to do it. Mm-hmm. I want someone else to do it. Yeah. And it's an expense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> please. Please. Yeah, I, I 100% get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Never would have thought like that before. Mm-hmm. That's just the my next question I want to get into was like, did you said that you didn't really think like this before. No, not at not all. Not at all. Like not it, at all. It just kind of, kind of snapped. Yeah. Well, I, I knew that like, I never wanted to 
to work like the desk job. I didn't want to be. Nine to five. Yeah, like that was just never for me. But I didn't think, like, I don't know. I just didn't think that I could run a business. Mm. Um, it was like I was in the mindset that someone else is going to do that. It's not going to be me. Right. Like maybe I'm, I'm just, that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, but I, I do think it has a lot to do with where you grow up and mm. who you grow up with. Mm. Um, like I, I'm not like my, my childhood wasn't bad or anything, but both of my parents had those kinds of jobs. Yeah. Um, like my dad's job was with the government. My mom is now a nurse. So like they just didn't think that way. Um, yeah. And like where my partner, Sam, who has been in business his whole life, he's like five years old doing 50, 50 tickets at his family gatherings. Like he's always been thinking about business and how to make money. Mm-hmm. And really like when I met him, I mean, I say this to him and he's like, no, you were always an entrepreneur. You just needed to be enlightened, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't, I didn't think that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was small minded, but definitely not now so for sure <laughs> where do you see like what's like your your i mean you seem like someone who's always thinking yeah which is awesome <laughs> where do you see your company being in like even five years what do your dream be yeah so we want i want to open another store um like atlantic canada first mm-hmm. um but really right now we're working on doing the online thing and getting that growing so we want across Canada to be the store that you want to shop from if you want the kind of clothes that we sell. Um, We are doing a lot of, a lot of, of that right now, but just like scaling that, scaling the online, the online thing. Um, But opening another store too, like we're thinking in communities like PEI Mm -hmm. would be good. Totally. You know, they don't have much and we have lots of girls who are, message me all the time saying we need a store because there's a university there yeah exactly like Wolfville, like yeah things like that would thrive, i know I think. well you have girls who move from toronto to go to these schools and then they're like you don't have any clothes here yeah like there's there's a winners yeah like yeah. i the the girl in from pei was saying like we have a blue notes and an ardeans i haven't shopped there since i was 14 like come yeah. on like, this is brutal so yeah opening another store um, but I don't know, like, I'm very passionate about Carmel City. I love it, but I don't see myself, um, like, operating and managing it forever, mm. you know? Like, I'm passionate about business now, so, yeah. so it's about, uh, like, creating businesses, if that makes sense. You want to be a serial CEO. Yeah, it, like a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to... And you don't have to say that with caution because I am passionate about Carmel City. <laughs> for sure. I love it. But it's just, it's not like the, what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. Totally. And I think you, I think that's fair. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I yeah. think you, you can be passionate about businesses that you own. Yeah, exactly. While still wanting to do something new. Yeah. And I think that like a core, like your business has to, to match like your core values and who you are yeah. at the core. Like yeah. that, that I think that has to be there in order for it to work but yeah multiple businesses amazing <laughs> so here's a question if you, are you familiar with mr beast at all yes all right so you give off a very similar energy to him really yes and that's what i mean by that it was with jimmy mm-hmm. 
Mm. He's a guy who's just like, you know, you could tell growing up he was kind of into himself and kind of like he's very unassuming. Right. But he's brilliant and loves business and like yeah. figuring out ways to expand his, his right. business. He's done very well for himself. Yeah, for sure. And you give me similar vibes where it's like you you are very unassuming. There's people I meet, especially in the business world, like they're like me where there's like over the top, Bullish. lots of energy. Yeah. Get out of my way. This, that, the other. And they're, right. you know, and there's a message that tends to be given out is that you can only be good in business if you're like that. Right. Well, yeah, for and, sure. And you clearly you're very successful. And you're not like that. And that's actually, for me, it's refreshing to see. Yeah. Um, I think, like, maybe what you're saying could be, like, traditionally masculine and feminine, like, tendencies. I don't Mm. know if that's... Totally. I think the idea of CEO was attached to a man for a long time. Right. Well, um, like, I saw this thing. It was, like, women are, in North America, women are opening and operating businesses 1.5 times quicker than men but their businesses are also failing or sorry more times 1.5 more times than men Mm -hmm. but their businesses are failing a lot more than than men and this this woman was basically saying like it's because women are going into business and trying to operate like men instead of instead of like using their like their secret powers and their advantages Mm. I don't know how to say that without sounding like misogynistic, but people assume that, you know, it's like um, efficiency over compassion, mm, right? you know, like sales over people, that sort of thing, like stronger, faster, better. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like really um, embracing the, the qualities that women have. Totally. Mm, absolutely. A hundred percent. Something I try to do. And I think that is a strong message that, you know, it could empower, even if it empowers one girl, one woman, anyone to go say, I want to take the next step. I think that's a win. Yeah. And that's not to say like women don't have masculine, like, like that's not what I'm saying. I just mean like you don't, because you're a woman, you don't have to try and act like what you traditionally think a man is Mm -hmm. because you have secret power. (laughs) being empathetic absolutely yeah i think you bring up a good point too where it's like you know the only examples that they've been out there of successful ceos have been males and they act a certain way yeah i even look at someone like um i'm gonna laugh at but i take a little elon elon musk Mm -hmm. again not a traditional ceo type right he was actually a huge introvert growing up yeah and look at what he's been able to do right you know like there's just like this mentality of like there's a certain characteristic yeah. That is supposed to be successful. And most times, like, it's getting to the point where I, w- I think we as a society are evolving that we are choosing compassion and empathy mm-hmm. over profit. Yeah, for sure. I, I 100% think it's more important. Yeah. yeah. I think success is a byproduct, or mo- I think, like profit, money, is just a success, uh, uh, the byproduct of success. Of success, yeah. And I think to be successful, you have to be a little human. You know, you have to be human. Yeah. There, there are people people's lives especially your business might get to the point mine's not yet where you hire people i'm Mm -hmm. not sure if you've hired someone but you start to control their life now because you you control their salary so it's like you have to think of people right and i think that's what's super cool about owning a business is you have the ability to impact so many people people, yeah so many and that's like a super you have to be it could be dangerous Mm -hmm. if you if you're not like safe with it yeah right yeah it's crazy read this thing yesterday and it was like never sell anything that you or what is what did it 
say it said, don't sell anything that y- if you don't think they would come back for more. Mm, so right. like, you don't want to like, don't trust just someone. be empathetic. Yeah, you have to be empathetic. Yeah. So good product. That's it. Just sell good product. Yeah. I was also wondering about the name. Yeah. What? Where? Uh, how did the name come about? So I knew that it wanted I wanted it to be LA inspired. That's where I, all the vendors I was going to be shopping for the clothing right. that we're going to be from. Um, so I just did like a Google search, um, California beaches, and the first one that I saw was Carmel City, uh, and I just oh. fell in love with it. Yeah, and I couldn't think of anything else. Like you know, when once you find the one that you like, yeah. you you try other options. And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Yeah. I love it. Literally, like, if you search California beaches, Carmel City probably comes up. So that's, right. that's, that's about awesome. as deep as I went in that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I liked it. It's got, like, a good ring to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was, I would, <laughs> this is going to sound goofy, but, like, I was interested if there was maybe a play on words because one of Washington, D.C.'s um, nicknames is Chocolate City. Oh, yeah. Because oh. of their African-American population. It's highly dense. Oh. That's right. literally what's a nickname, yeah. It's affectionately called that. Oh. Um, and, yeah. uh, and so I was like, wonder if there was some type of play off that too. But interesting that it was oh. a beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Kind of like the idea that it was supposed to be like, if you go to LA and you walk al- along the beach and you see right. what the women are wearing or the men. and uh, The vibes. Yeah, the vibes that it gives off. That's the LA vibes. Yeah. Have you ever been to LA? No. Oh. Yeah, don't tell anyone that. Yeah, I know. No, oh. Okay, so I've been to LA. No. <laughs> my uh, my boyfriend for my twenty first birthday, he got us like tickets to um like a, like plane tickets to LA and Las Vegas. Oh. He he was a DJ at the Dome at the time, um, and I lost my passport at the Dome like a couple weeks before and I just I didn't have enough time something else went wrong like I didn't have enough time to get my passport so we went to our connecting flight to Calgary instead (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so my trip to LA and Las Vegas turned into a trip to Calgary Tower (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) my 21st birthday it was great Oh. That's amazing. There's no other yeah. place I'd be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you don't yeah. want to be in Calgary when you're supposed to be in I LA. know. Like, <laughs> I mean, we went to Banff. Like, it was beautiful. But, like, I'm supposed to be in L.A. right now. Yeah. So. Carmel City, babe. I want a picture <laughs> with the pink wall, not this tower. Yeah, exactly. But, no, definitely when COVID, like, is done and we yeah. can travel safely again. Not that I really have any... Um, desire to go to the U.S. right now. <laughs> True. <laughs> but uh, I do want to visit L.A. and just like even the advantages of having to be in L.A. and go into these these vendors and shop their clothing that way is just crazy. Like there's a lot of boutiques in L.A. that um, aren't really competitors of mine just because we have different customers. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like they can go into these. So there's there's basically like a whole street in, in L.A. And all of the buildings are wholesale vendors. So in order to go in, you have to sh- prove that you own a business, like show your registration. Uh. And they can go in and just look at all of the clothing and pick what they want. Mm-hmm. Where I kind of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm building better relationships with them now. Yeah. But at the beginning, like I'm getting the last of what's left. Like they're uploading things online that they didn't sell. 
But now, you know, I've got them all on like WhatsApp and they send ah. me the pictures as soon as it comes in and that sort of thing. But that's taken a long time to get to that point. So, right. so it's kind of cutthroat. Like, yeah, very to cutthroat. Get a connection. Yeah, for sure. Like you have all of these women or men who are own, who own these stores and they're, they're going in and ordering everything as soon as it's in. Right. And I'm in Halifax, Nova Scotia. So. Right. Right. Have, yeah. have you had a vendor be like, what's Halifax? Oh, yeah. They're like, uh, never heard of this before. But we did have, we used to have a store that conveniently closed the day before I opened. And it's called Alexa Pope. I don't know if you heard of it. It was oh. it was on um, Lower Water Street, like in Bishop Landing. Yes. But they were kind of a similar um, idea. So I think that they shopped from a lot of the vendors that we shop from now. Got it. Um, not all of the same, obviously, but like, so I'm sure some of them have shipped to Halifax before. But yeah, putting our name on the map. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> they're probably like, "What the heck is this girl doing?" Like, <laughs> what is Nova Scotia? <laughs> do they even need clothes like this in the igloos? Like <laughs> I wonder if they like honestly think we're yeah, like no, some type of weirdos yeah. in the like up north. Yeah, uh. they definitely do. It's funny. I also probably don't buy in the. Um, quantities that a lot of the boutiques in LA buy. So they're right. like, what is this girl doing with these Right. Clothes? Yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, probably yeah. stores buying like hundreds. Oh, ex- exactly. Like thousands. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. Sense. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, would that, they that. accept your Canadian business license like in store, do you think? Um, I think so. Oh. I think they would. They accepted it like online. Okay. So. But I probably had a harder time getting because you have to sign up for their websites you have to like prove all of this stuff so i did i think i had a harder time signing for like getting that verified i just send in a lot of information yeah yeah where the other like people in the u.s probably just have to send in their business registration right i just send in like tax stuff oh yeah weird yeah so like you have interesting how's like carmel city been like growing kind of month over month you find yeah that's awesome for sure yeah yeah, no, it's it's been good. Um, you know, like January and February were kind of like, eh. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's with all, like, I've read that. Retail. After yeah. Christmas, no one wants to spend yeah, money. Yeah, like, people are kind of depressed yep. during that time. Blue Monday. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, you know, like, April comes around and it feels like you've popped a molly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> it's all like, summery and nice. Yeah, out. exactly. So. Everyone's out buying clothes. GST checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Some money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. No. And so you said that you're kind of the one, like you're you're the only one who runs your store right now. What's like kind of your day look like? Do you feel like you're just kind of on the computer, like sifting through ideas, waiting for people to come to the store or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have like an office in the back. So that's why like you brought up the point earlier about hiring people. I don't feel the need to do that right now because I can get a lot of stuff done while I'm working. Um, you know, I spend most of my day like interacting with people on Instagram. People like send us lots of messages and stuff, just asking questions, um, posting on our Instagram a lot, like doing try ons, mm-hmm. yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like looking at clothes, um, making our catalog because I have to price everything. Uh, yeah, tons of stuff, shipping things. Yeah. The whole. I don't know. I can probably talk about it forever. There's so much stuff I have to do. 
So is that the part of the business that you enjoy? Like, do you thrive in like the business part? I think you've mentioned it pretty well, but like, yeah, it seems like you kind of thrive in the business part of the business. Yeah. So it's like you For kind sure. of enjoy because, like, with me, I enjoy like the behind the scenes, like the yeah. paperwork, the closing, everything, like getting everything going. Yeah, I like I like all of that. I don't like the financing so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I right. I mean, I do. But that's why I have an accountant. That's why you got Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got Ben, and he's like, yeah. he's good. So, um, got that receipt bank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everything goes to receipt bank. People send me invoices, and I'm like, forward. Don't send that to me. Send forward. It to receipt yeah. bank. You're, you're, <laughs> literally, you're literally talking to every like all Ben's clients right now. Oh but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, everything. Um, but I also really like interacting with our customers. Like yeah. when they come into the store, I love talking to them. Like getting to know them is so much fun. Um, every time one of them leaves, I literally like jump up and down every time I get a purchase, like they tap their card and they leave and I'm like, yeah, like small business joy. Yeah, no, it's great. It's really great. And some of them have become friends. Like some of the girls who I originally met from the store, um, like I'll go out with now. So that's awesome. Yeah. Both the people. Yeah. Well, they're all my age. Right, like they're, they're yeah. just all my age, and they're like, "Whoa, you own this store?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Cool," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's Let's cool." Be yeah, no, it's fun. And so how old are you actually? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. Wow, that's. I feel old. Uh, you're like that's you're twenty-two, yeah. I'm twenty-one. Twenty-one. I'm twenty-two Ooh. in June. Wow. Yeah. Yes. We're old, Mac. <laughs> I'm twenty-two. Oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'm old. The, I'm the old one. How old are you? Uh, twenty-eight. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that old. Gotta, yeah, well, yeah. I'd like to think I'm a baby, still. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Shut up, Mac. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> solid. So there's like, man, this, I don't know. There's something. Okay, we we've interviewed a lot of different people, a lot of different types of entrepreneurs, CEOs, um, people who are in different parts of business. But for whatever reason, there's I just there's something about this story I kind of really gravitate to, and I can't even put my finger on what it is. Um, but for you, like, where do you like when it comes to even like, wh- like what was the setup like for you? like what was like like the you know the early couple weeks month of like really trying to get this thing cranked and started? What yeah. that look like? Um, so, literally, the first thing I had to do was figure out where I was going to get the clothes from because I had no idea. I didn't understand how the wholesale, how that even worked. Like, I didn't know that there was wholesale vendors. In my mind, before I opened the store and I was just a customer of other stores, I thought that each and every store created and manufactured their own clothing. Like, I Mm. I didn't understand that there was this whole wholesale world. So I literally sent out probably like 200 emails to boutiques in LA, in Australia, just like all of the boutiques that you'd see on Instagram being like, hey, do you offer wholesale? And they're like, I look, think about it now and them getting those emails, they're like, we buy our clothes from wholesale right. vendors. Like, what is this girl talking about? <laughs> so then once I figured out that there's these wholesale brands, I figured that out by looking at the boutiques, like their Instagrams, and scrolling through who they followed and finding the wholesale vendors' Instagram accounts. Yeah, I did that for hours, and it took so long. Um, And then I just emailed them myself. 
Yeah. Oh, so you were like spying. Yeah, no, I had to. Or like I would be looking at their their posts and zooming in on the tags because they don't change <laughs> the tags to their own brands. Like the really high up ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the smaller boutiques, they just like sell in their store like I do. Um, so I'm like scrolling into their, their customers' photos, looking at their tagged photos, seeing if their customers posted some, because some of them will scratch out the tags on the Instagram posts. Uh. So like other boutiques don't know where they're Oh, so they know that it's... Yeah. So then I would go into like their tagged photos, like to see where their customers were posting. Anyway, yeah. I found the... You found it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I had to figure out how to get clothes. Um figured out like the website because we were launching August and it was going to be online for a month. And then the plan was to open the store for September. So after I got the website, then we had to figure out where we were going to open. And it all happened so fast. Like the idea was in April. We had the site up and ready to go for August. The store opened in September. So it was really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked at a spot on Lower Water Street, mm-hmm. um, by like the superstore, there, there oh used yeah. to be like a vape shop across the street. <laughs> yep, in the house. Yeah, like yeah. I, that was originally going to be the spot, and like I was going to sign the lease, and then the guy just like was like, "Nah." Oh. Yeah. Shady. <laughs> no, I, I ran into a lot of issues with that being like young, and mm. I think maybe being a woman. I don't know, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's we've talked about it before. There's, there's a people have a weird thing with young people. Like they don't they do. take us seriously. I uh, mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I feel I like they just have. It's like, why are we not allowed to run a business? Right. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I get it all the time. Just like sometimes I'm like, is it because I'm young? Is it because I'm a woman? And right. like, I don't know which one, but I do. I get it all the time. Either way, you're getting it, and you should. Yeah. 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 The. W- the worst is when people assume that you don't do, like, you didn't do something yourself. Like, mm. who handed it to you? Right. Yeah. Well, I see, like, men talking to men about business. Mm-hmm. And then I see the same men talk to me about business. And I'm like, you don't handle this conversation the way you did with your friend or, like, with the guy who was male. Um, like, you know, it's it's always who created this for you, who did this for you, who did your business plan, and just ask me a question and see if I know the answer. Mm. And if I don't have an answer for you, then maybe ask me who did it, but just just to assume that I didn't do it myself is just annoying, but. Yeah. You know, like. Understandably. Yeah, well, I told you the other day when I was, um, I went out with friends and, uh, we were talking and I said I was coming on the podcast and I said I was nervous. Um, and then I went to the washroom and one of the, our guy friends said to my partner, uh, did you guys make a business plan when, when you when you opened Carmel City? And he said, yes. And then his friend said, oh, well, you should tell Brianna to study it before she goes on the podcast. And he didn't say anything then, but he told me the next day. And I was just like, what? Like, study the business plan that I created? (laughs) This is my business. (laughs) Like, how are you? You're just going to assume that I don't know my business? Like, I know that business plan. Like, Yeah, bring that fool on. I'd love to talk to him. 
Like, Let's go. <laughs> and then I'm like, am I overreacting? Like he said, he was maybe he was trying to help, but like, it's just those assumptions mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what I'm talking about when I am doing this pretty much like all by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So you're oh. a hustler, man. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, like I am in this 50-50 with my, with my partner mm-hmm. and he has background in business. So he does do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he does other things. So when we went in this together, it was, we understood that he was going to be doing other things and we were going in it together because he knew a bit more than I did at the time, you know? Yeah. Um, but like he doesn't, go to the, he doesn't work at the store he doesn't operate the store he doesn't live it yeah he's doing other things he does lots of other things um so just to assume that like people assume that i'm just like the retail girl at the at the store who the face yeah who's selling the clothing and it's like i, I do that. everything uh, <laughs> I don't kill me sam yeah <laughs> but i do well, now uh, everyone now at least most of halifax will know i'd say that's like <laughs> i hope i get the right button here it's just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts. There you go. That's my favorite part about podcasts. <laughs> the sound, like <laughs> soundboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we downloaded a few of them just for you for this episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's that is dang frustrating, man. Yeah, like the other day, I was seriously. It just, I don't know. It was just a lot in one day. Maybe I was crying because it's just like, why aren't people taking me seriously? Like. I'm a professional person. I I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe it's because I was a server and they're like, how is this girl suddenly operating and owning her own business? Right. How does that happen? Like she yeah. must have, she needed help. She couldn't have done it her on her own. And I've, I very well could have. So it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes from, like for a long time, I would let people get to me and be like, yeah, you were like, how did you manage to do this? Yeah. And I think after a while, you, at least with me, I kind of learned how to command respect. Not, I'm not asking for your respect, but I'm showing you right. why yeah. you should respect me. Yeah. You know, because if you're doing good work and you're a good person, you don't need to, n- it's none of your business, really. Like, right. who did this for you? Right. You should assume it's me. Right, exactly. So yeah. I think... It comes with time because for a long time I was so nervous to like stick up to contractors and like stick up to people who were sending me invoices who yeah. like thought they could get away with it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I would just do it and be like, I, I can't. Yeah. But then after a while you're like, no, like I'm, this is mine. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you you're wrong. Yeah. And it feels good. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I don't think I'm there yet, but... I definitely will be. That'll be a good day. <laughs> yeah, That'll it'll be, be a, a good day, day when I can say, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be here for that. We'll, we'll go back to the date back to this podcast. Yeah. Like, remember when. Yeah. Uh, it's coming. And yeah. That's kind of the trend I found. Because, like, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a boisterous person in general. And so I invite a lot of criticism naturally because I talked a lot. Um, but on top of that, you have gotten like, you know, hate from people in the same way of like, you know, like, where'd you get your money from? Would you mm-hmm. do that? I hate like, that question. No, me too. <laughs> None of your business where my well, money comes from. Well, I was with Sam, that's my partner, earlier, and he goes, what are you going to say if they ask you where you got the money from? And I'm going to say, they're not going to ask me. Or I said, they're not going to ask me that because who asks someone Yeah, that? that's so personal. Like, 
where did you get the money to do this? People ask me that all the time, and I'm like, none of your business? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I could have got it work in the corner. It's none of your business. Yeah, right? it's my money. Yeah, exactly. And even if you, like, have, like, a seed round, whatever. Like, yeah. That's part yeah, of business. Like, have you heard of investors? Like, businesses can start exactly. without your own money. I know. Yeah, yeah like, a loan. Yeah, banks exist <laughs> for do, a reason. Yeah. yeah. I, don't ah, I hate that. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's all good. I just, <laughs> that question sucks. <laughs> that question yeah, sucks. It does suck. And I didn't even prepare to answer that question because I knew that you, you shouldn't. guys yeah. were smarter than to ask me that. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm glad we give off those vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> good vibes only. But what I was going to say Sorry. was, yeah, come on, Dalton. Sorry. Bring, bring off. Um, was I found like a lot of those types of comments mainly come from people who aren't on that level and who, people who are kind of, which they I don't have give what a, you have I, yeah i don't i don't want to give a visual but it's the best way i can it's like people who are kind of like maybe a little lower in terms of like on the like you know what they're doing in their life right uh, you're achieving to do greater things mm-hmm. neither yeah, things are good or, yeah neither things are good or bad yeah but the, i find the people that aren't reaching for those things are the ones who are more quick to be critical yeah. those who have already attained and done greater things are the ones who are always quick to encourage you right yeah, yeah for sure yeah i think that the money thing comes into play because it's the beginning and people yeah. like you said who are down there um they they can't get over the fact that you could do something like that so they go to the starting the point tack. yeah which is how did you get the money to do that and so like just figure it out like, like what do you and mean that, like, that's the thing is it's like if your credit's bad fix yeah. your credit and yeah. then get a loan yeah well that didn't even pop into my mind when i thought about doing Carmel city like that was, it was almost like I had it all planned out. And then I was like, okay, now I need money, which is like, I think the way to do it, like figure it out and yeah, then realize you need money. If you're starting with money, you're mm-hmm. not going to do anything you're passionate about. No, You're going to exactly. just do it. Yeah. You had a passion. Then yeah. you needed money. Yes, exactly. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, shouldn't be the beginning thing. It's like, in some ways, that's even somehow like how we started the podcast. Like I look around at all the stuff we have and I was like, that's a lot of money we dropped. Oh, yeah, we I were ghetto when we started. It was <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> but I was like, I don't even remember. I don't like. I don't remember how. Like, I, I couldn't give you a total of how much we spent, but I just know like what we had to do, and I was just willing to do whatever it took to keep making this a better production. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and make this something that's worthwhile. Yeah. And that's the thing is, it's like you've invested in yourself. So right. to ask where'd your money come from, why don't you ask what made you want to start? Why don't, right. you, why don't you care about what they're doing rather yeah. than how they got there? So yeah. it's, I don't know. It's a cheap question, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It, I guess it also depends on, like, how they're asking, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah, because if, if they're inspiring to do something and they just don't know how they're going to get the money to do yeah. it... Good point. That yeah. is a good point. But my advice would be figure it out. Figure out what it is exactly you want to do and then maybe ask questions about money. Yeah. Come, come prepared. Yeah, you know, like, don't just because money is sensitive no matter what. Like, even if you work a regular job, most people don't want to talk about money. No, yeah. Um, and I don't blame someone for wanting to not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they're if they're asking in a way to be like, where did you get the money? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, why don't you have the money? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Dude. I don't think people understand how many ways there is to get money for a business. Like, there's so many different ways. Absolutely. As long as you have, like, a solid idea yeah. and passion, yeah. someone's going to give you money. Most yeah. likely. Yeah. Someone. 
Yeah. And that's the thing is I was even, uh, I came across uh, innovation.canada uh, today. Mm-hmm. Is that like, grants? Yeah, that, that was a thing. I, I, I actually came onto it through a, uh, I was doing a user interview today and it was brought up in our conversation and I was like, wow, what is this thing? And kind of, you walk through what you need and then they show you all the grants you would, uh, you'd be, a, a, be able to apply for. And I was like, Jeez, yeah. this is an amazing tool. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed. This is dope. You yeah. know, it shows yeah. you like how much you can apply for, what you'd get, what you need to do. How would you be able to apply these things? And I was like, this is an amazing. This is awesome. Yeah. But, like there is, like it's amazing to me how much money is actually floating around out there I that know. you can go get. There are so people much. with so much money mm-hmm. wanting to give it away oh, yeah. for a good idea. Just waiting. They're just waiting for someone to come around with a good idea. Especially if you're young. I don't know. Maybe that's actually not an advantage, be- being young and trying to get money. But I think it is. Like I think people want to invest their money to to young people who who want to do things. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, I really like Futurepreneur. I don't know if you've yes. heard of that one. Yeah. Because they have like they walk you through how to make a business plan and you basically create the business plan with them and then at the end you can apply with them for a loan. Ah. So like basically they say, Well, you need a business plan and once that's created, apply for a loan with us. So That's brilliant. Yeah, I like that one because if you're a person who's like, Where do I start? That would be a good place to start. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. writing a business plan is hard. Oh, yeah. It is it really sucks. hard. I didn't realize how hard it was. Like, all of the information that you need to know. Um, and, like, how do you know without knowing? So I, it's know. Like it's, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do, like, um, well, I did, um, like, comparing my business, what I wanted my business to be, to right. other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, like, market research. Yeah. Um, so I had to figure out all of these numbers from all of these different cl- clothing stores in Halifax. And that took so long, like figuring out those numbers. Like, where do you even come up with that sort of I thing? I know. Like going to their website and looking at how much their products are and how many, like try and estimate their sales. Like that's Ugh, crazy. Numbers hurt me on a good day. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I hate, you know, I really dislike the numbers <laughs> for the most too. part. I like... <laughs> failed math three times so it's like not for me man it's not for me well, that's why we have an account that's what account that is <laughs> yeah. what accounts are for dude yeah uh, no account yeah I, and ben is very very good this is a whole this is a whole like, yeah he's I know, right? for ben. like a promo we're charging for ben for this <laughs> yeah we're totally charging ben for he's getting an invoice i've, I've actually never account. met ben like in person uh, that's probably exactly how he prefers it too yeah yeah he, i met him at the Starbucks that used to be right there. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, that was like the, the I think the one and only time he met mm-hmm. someone in person because he's like, yeah. I don't want to meet. He's like, he's no. not about it. No, I've done like five minute phone calls, like it's, quick zooms. But it's easier that way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. He talks to Sam a lot, like my partner. So I've I've talked to him, but not, right. very, not very much. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the books are good. Right the there. online accountant. Where you go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's getting a bill. It <laughs> was too much promo. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, he was uh, he was actually one of my clients uh, for some design work I was doing for him. Oh, okay. And, uh, and that was like, yeah, even then, like, he was the client, one of the clients who literally didn't want to see me ever. <laughs> All my other clients were just like, hey, well, they want to spend like three, four hours a week with me talking yeah. through things. And him, he's like, 10 minutes, and that's it. I'm out. And I was like, all right. Fair enough. Works for me. <laughs> I'm like the same way, though. Like, I don't like to meet with people if I don't have to. Oh, send me an email. Yeah, send me an email. Like, call me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it's time. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably my I don't even thinking. like being on the phone. Yeah. I really don't even like being on the phone. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> 
send me an email because then I can get to it like on my own terms. Yeah, or th- like think out. Yeah. How I don't like a- having the answer on the fly because yeah. I might say the wrong thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm really bad at emailing though. Mm. Like I leave things for too long. That's too like long. I'm like similar. Like I can leave things forever. Even like even just like texting conversations with friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't reply to people. No, it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you, mean? you never reply to me, man. I have 203 unread texts. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> Are you in group chats though? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I can't be bothered. Yeah, no, it's like I'm not open. There's that. Some, yeah, <laughs> it's like from my old retail job, and they still like oh, yeah. keep up, and I'm like, well, because once it, when you're in a group chat and you like miss a conversation for whatever reason, there could be like a thousand texts because it's like they were talking for 45 minutes about something, and you like a picture, like a meme. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like what? What are you guys talking about? Why is there so many text messages? Yeah. So yeah, group chats are the more of a pain. Anything that wastes time. Yeah. Time is literally money. <laughs> that should and be that, the title. Yeah. Time is money. <laughs> Boom. That should be the, that should be the podcast <laughs> title. That is. is that's going to be the title. Time is money featuring <laughs> Ben. As <laughs> 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 well. If that check comes through. Yeah. <laughs> and figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. That is solid. You know what? I think figure it out is actually very solid business advice because yeah. if you want something bad enough, you'll you will figure it out. You will. You have to. And if you don't, then it probably wasn't meant for you. Like if you can't take the time to go out and figure it out yourself, then move no on. one's gonna do it for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a question to that. Because mm-hmm. right. because like, you know you're gonna have some people who are gonna get a little spicy. No one who listens to this podcast because they're out doing things. But there's other people who are just like, that's like a vi- like that's a very insensitive thing to say. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? I'm What's insensitive? Wait, what? It's insensitive to say figure it out. Like what's oh. that do you mean? Like okay, I get it. Um, I, I don't, business is very cutthroat. Like there's no time to be, to, to be like that. Like to, to be like, that was, I don't, I don't know. Like it's cutthroat. So if you can't figure it out, then you can't do it. I, I you can't take the heat, get out <laughs> of the kitchen dog. Like I, I agree that people are going to be like, oh, well, that's rude. Mm-hmm. Like. But you can figure it out. There are so many. No one's saying that you have to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many resources out there. So if you can't figure it out with all of the things that you have available to you, then I don't know. And we have the luxury of the internet. Like imagine like our grandparents trying to start a business where like you have to like call every business consultant in the city to try and figure it out. Right. We can Google everything. Yeah. Maybe. And. I guess we're, we're assuming that everyone has access to the internet and everyone has access to to these resources, but I feel like there's a way. There's a way that you can figure it out. Absolutely. And yeah. I, think, I think beyond like that, if you really truly want it bad enough, there mm-hmm. are libraries everywhere yeah. with a computer that and will get you on the internet. It's just the, yeah, it's the greatest lesson to figure it out because how many times in business do you have to figure something out for yourself? Totally. Like, no one's gonna. And someone needs it yesterday. Yeah. No one's gonna babysit you or like walk you through it and hold your hand. Like you need to figure it out. Yeah. So I, it's like I step agree. one. Oh, that brings me back to um, uh, our, our guest last week, Daniel Bartek, and his mm-hmm. story yeah. of when they had to do a product recall on their first product when they sent out um, because Jeez. the cans were exploding. They were exploding. Oh my god. And like the, he sunk, they sunk all of their money into that product. <gasps> And like they, oh, that almost put them out of business. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. And I'm like, now that's a situation where they figured it out. Yeah. yeah like you, you can either 
like you can go bankrupt and you can you can stop and walk yeah. away but it's like then you're not about it right like you weren't actually ever about it right like imagine if he didn't figure out how to get the money in the first place and then he's gonna figure out this product explosion yeah, yeah. figure it out that's it. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I'm totally, I'm clipping that, and we're keeping it on the soundboard. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Oh my god! Have you ever watched um like the H three podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend watch that every okay, episode. I'm obsessed. Like absolutely. Obsessed. The drama's been good lately too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like the best soundboards. They do. They like they're so funny. The last one was the James Charles want 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 oh one. And that, Wait, that was good. <laughs> yes. When Wait. he sings the Tiger song. Yeah, what was what was the Yeah. Oh. Wait, no, I can't do it. But there's like two parts. There's like the they were debating which part is better. Like the want want want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like which part's better. Oh, <laughs> they have a good like their editor is like I know. Like they I have know like them a soundboard with obsessed. like Hundreds of sounds. Yeah. That's crazy. I got eight. <laughs> yeah, but I also have a ton of money. I know, yeah. <laughs> he bought a Rolls Royce for fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's around. pretty iconic. Yeah. To do mukbangs in. I know. Well, I only started watching them because of uh, Trisha Paytas. Oh, yeah. She Same was like, she's yeah. like my idol. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason yeah. my girlfriend watches it, Yeah, too. well, she's just, like, iconic. So you watch Frenemies, too, then? Yes, yeah, so that's, like, what I started watching. And then yeah. I was like, I really like Ethan. And I like Hila. Hila, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, now I have to watch both of them. Yeah. But I, I, I think that we, um, we agree on a lot of things. So I like to watch them like argue about stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, um, COVID and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> COVID. <laughs> vaccines. It's, it's been what? What do you mean? Like I just love hearing them rip on people who don't want to get vaccinated. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> you know. Um. And like their relationship in the beginning, do you watch the frenemies? Oh all? yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. How oh, they like yeah. hated each other, I know. and like when she like when they ordered the triple box pizza and she like oh stormed gosh, it out, out. That was a good one. That yeah. was wild. They, but that's where it like changed. The next episode, they were like besties. Yeah, and it's got doing like goat yoga. Their relationship is so strong now. I know. I don't know. They're like, she's marrying his brother. Like I know. Or sorry, his brother in law. His brother-in-law. Yeah. 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 Like insane yeah mm. do you ever, like watch the part where she was like um at least ethan felt like she was fetishizing um israel i was cracking up oh, it's like oh my god there's so much you could talk about like that mm. she goes, oh, mm. oh yeah mm. Mm. <laughs> the way she talks <laughs> oh my god she's so like iconic and controversial i love watching her vlogs specifically because she records like she doesn't edit, so she turns on the camera, and then she's like setting the camera up while it's recording, and she just posts it. Like that's she iconic. doesn't care. She yeah. does not care. Anyway, she's she's to be great. unapologetically herself. Like, yeah, I could never to yeah. that extent. I know she's she's amazing. And like, <laughs> when you think, you think you can get the La Crusade thing where she like <laughs> try. Everyone told her to take the sticker off the La Crusade pot oh, when she was it. making her buttered noodles. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Did you see her drop like the whole thing of salt? <laughs> <laughs> she literally poured the whole thing of salt. I was like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I love her so much. I'm so glad you guys know about her. Oh, I love Trisha Paytas. Yeah. Dude, she, yeah, she cracks me up. I do like watching her and Ethan on front of me, for I sure. Think, like, Ethan's a really smart guy. Like, mm. I like him. Oh, I he's like got like YouTube figured out. Yeah. He sued them. YouTube? Yes. I didn't know that. About um, a copyright claim. 
where it was like or something like that and he won and huh. so now there's like a new rule on youtube where like certain creators can't be demonetized because of him really like he like took youtube to court i didn't know that yeah yeah i haven't heard him talk about it yeah it's all it, this was like old five or six years ago yeah I'll see lie. i'm not like a. I haven't always been a fan of yeah the, the h3 so it's kind of like a new thing but i i watch all of them now and is what is He's got like a following. Uh, oh, foot, foot soldiers. Oh, the foot, foot soldiers. soldiers. Yeah, on it's like uh, on feet wiki, wiki foot or whatever. Wiki feet. Yeah, wiki yeah. feet. Yeah. So wiki feet. Is How you feeling, Mac? <laughs> yeah, like James Charles and Shane Dawson have like low ratings now because yeah. of him. Oh my gosh. Uh, like David Dobrik. Yeah, oh. yeah. He, they've all got like bad wiki, wiki ratings, ratings now. Yeah. <laughs> I love the soldiers command. I <laughs> love the internet sometimes, man. I know it's it's great. Ah, it's a great place. A lot of fun stuff. <laughs> but I was actually curious. We'll, we'll keep on the YouTube trend. Like mm-hmm. we did want to bring this up with you because we thought it was interesting, kind of looking back. But yeah. when I say I want to mention a name and I want to know what your initial reaction is, okay? Okay. Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's one more. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, I don't like Logan Paul, but um, I, I have watched Impulsive like a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate Mike. Like, I, there's no, there's <laughs> literally no one He's more that I don't like than the Mike. internet's like hating on him recently, right? I just don't like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he, the whole time he's just like talking over everyone, like, I don't hear anything he says and think like, yeah, Mike, that's so true. <laughs> he sounds like, like loud for no reason. Yeah, like yeah. why are you? Anyway, yeah, I was very like, like misogynistic. Really? Yeah, you yeah, get that vibe I, get, from I do. Yeah, interesting. Do you he gives like off him? Toxic vibes. No, I, I, I. Well, I'm like, I'm indifferent with him. Like, mm-hmm. he, there's times he definitely annoys me. Yeah. Uh, mainly his laugh annoys me, and then yes, the uh, him talking over people all the time does bother yeah. me. Uh, especially when their guest is trying to make a good point, and I'm like, "Shut up, Mike." Well, because it's not the Mike and Logan show. Like, you guys can have your own show if you want. If, yeah, <laughs> like they had Evan on Logan's oh, old yeah. roommate. Oh yeah. And Mike was like yelling at Evan, like, yeah, about because Ev- Evan like was upset with Logan, and right. Mike was like defending Logan, like screaming. Yeah. At, I was like, that's kind of a lot. Sounds like yeah. he's like worried his spot's gonna get taken. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like. He, weird yeah it's this weird dynamic yeah i i think that Lo- like i don't like logan but i i think that he like knows what he's doing maybe like he when it comes to business yeah it seems like he knows what doing. we talked about that just before this episode too it's like yeah he he was hateable but like mm-hmm. now seeing like how he's like just making it a business like in a podcast that's it like right no funny business really anymore like he's yeah. not pretending to be something anymore yeah, it seems like he wants to be, like, well-respected. And yeah. Then, yeah. Make a serious life for himself. Yeah. So it's like, at one point, I think we were talking, like, three years ago, Yeah. L- Logan Paul should have been canceled for life oh with my God, his trip the, to Japan. The forest thing, yeah. And it's like, he took, like, the appropriate measures to rectify that, mm-hmm. and he took a pause, and now he's doing something legit. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, people can, can do better. Totally. You can't, yeah. Also, just like the way that he was like in, I don't know. I always take like that His sort of thing. Mavericks and thing. yeah, like I take that thing, that that kind of stuff with a grain of salt because like the way that he was in the media like that all of the time. Yeah, 
kind of like lose a sense of reality. I don't know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like I, I hope that he's maybe more grounded. Yeah. Right. But well, that's like uh, the reason why I brought it up was because he had an appearance on WrestleMania last week. Oh, right? okay. And um, and I was just like, I was watching it happen. I was like, mm-hmm. three years ago, this would never have happened. No one would even touched him. Yeah. And now, like seeing this kind of slow comeback he's made, mm-hmm. I was like, I, you know, like I, you know, I'm like kind of indifferent about him in general. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I have to respect. I was like, you know, good comeback. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Good comeback for sure. Yeah. I like the uh, impulsive podcast when they talk about like the um like cryptocurrency that's like the first time i kind of oh. got into it yo yeah. whoa are we, gonna, are we gonna talk some crypto uh okay yeah let's go <laughs> whoa we're gonna keep it we're gonna go another 20 minutes on this podcast <laughs> sorry mac you're working overtime tonight sure. do you are you guys like invested in any i don't know are you allowed to ask that 100 oh, percent. Yeah. yeah we both have okay I, have, well, I don't want to speak for you i know you do but <laughs> no 100 yeah. yeah yeah i i got like into it for the first time um like a couple of weeks ago, like I, I got oh. into um, e- Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. Ethereum, Ethereum, yeah. I bought some of that. You bought some of that last week, yeah, just before the pump. Yeah, well, I, I logged in today and I'm like, whoa, like right? that went up a lot. Yeah. It's crazy how quick. He's Sam, my boyfriend. He's like, that's like a ten percent. Oh man, you gotta play that song when that yeah. thing pumps. Yeah. No, I I think it's so cool. Like, yeah, I had to. I had to. Everyone's talking about it. I had to. Yes. Well, Logan Paul was big on the NFTs. Yeah, uh, he he made he it like sold, he blew it open. He was yeah. like the mm-hmm. one who sold that to everyone. Right, like, this is a thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. he made a bunch of money. Yeah, on um, he also made a bunch like, of money on Pokemon cards, didn't he? It was he did. like millions of dollars. Or millions something? of dollars, yeah. right? Yeah, I have to respect the hustle, man. Millions of uh, like that's crazy amounts of money. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert on the the crypto, but I'm definitely getting into it more Good. and learning because it's so interesting to me, like yeah. how you can. I wish I would have bought some Bitcoin last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the people though who like mined Bitcoin yeah. when it was like nothing like right. ten years ago, and they have like, you know, you have one Bitcoin. Yeah, that's an insane well. amount of money. Yeah, insane. Yeah, it's I lo- I uh, I j- like I've always kind of like been interested in crypto in some degrees, mm-hmm. but like I got super into it at the beginning of March when yeah. I started understanding what it was, and I was actually really mad at myself. This is like one of these investments I have where I was like mad at myself, where I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I take it more seriously? Right. Um, because I was like, I'm like the t- like once I uh, finally understood the technology, I was like, this is freaking brilliant insane yeah. yeah and it's it's one of those things that you didn't hear about for the first time in march you've been hearing about it for how long and no one was doing any like because the banks made us believe it was dangerous yeah i L- think like imagine if we had just done some research about what bitcoin was and its potential just figured it out like yeah <laughs> we just figured it out i know it would have been so cool it would have been loaded yeah loaded right frag now. Dude, I know insane. I had like an epiphany last week. I like texted Josh at like 10 o'clock and I was like, I'm selling all my stocks. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm done with cash. Like I was like, I just yeah. realized I was like, there's no point. There's no point. Right. Co- yeah. Like crypto is gonna, it's gonna pop off. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, that's what all the pros are saying. But then also I'm like, well, they want you to, to buy They it. want you to believe. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I think I was like looking at the projections for, um, Ethereum. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. What are the projections you seeing? It was like, uh, uh, I think 55 by 2024 or something, which is like, I think it's like two something now, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's like a three grand but, Canadian. But now. I was looking, yeah, I was looking at US. So US, 55, 55 US, US in 2024. Oh, like, boys. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot, that's of, money. A lot of money. Yeah, well, 10% in a couple of days is what I got, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that doesn't say anything really, but. But you can't find that return anywhere. 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 Yeah. Nowhere is going to give you 10% of your money in, no. a, in six months, probably. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah crazy yeah it's it's yeah it, yeah cryptos <laughs> I, I i love crypto i love talking about it it's yeah. like my favorite things yeah so i love that you like you're in, invested in it because i was like that was actually one of the topics we we're gonna talk about tonight was the coinbase ipo oh, okay uh, and i was like i was gonna i'm like yeah we'll bring it up curious if she'd be into it but yeah I'm super glad to know i am you are. for sure mm-hmm. i'm like just gonna start continuing to put money in there because yeah, like if you have extra cash lying around you might as well burn it yeah. that's what <laughs> cash in your bank account is useless useless absolutely useless yeah cash. buy something mm-hmm. say it with me dalton cash is trash dog cash is trash <laughs> and i believe that i honestly realized that i had uh, all this money sitting in stocks mm-hmm. and then i that was returning basically nothing yeah and i had some debt yeah. But I was paying like so much interest on. I was like, "What the, f- like, <laughs> what, yeah. what is the point? <laughs> right? Sell yeah. it? Like, I was like, no, no more. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck in this vicious cycle where you're like trapped by a bank. Yeah. And like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, I banks don't have your best interest in mind. No. There's no, no way they do. They make money on you being naive and, and yeah. in debt. <laughs> yeah, and if you have debt, banks win. Like, banks want you to be in debt. Yeah. I mean, does any institution have your best no. like, in mind? <laughs> no. At least not like financial or governmental. Yeah, <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. What did the president say? If the government tells you they're here or to here to help and run the other run way. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know if I would get into Bitcoin just because I feel like it's so like, I don't know. Like, I think that's true. I think people are betting on Ethereum more than Bitcoin. Yeah, I just they? like I like the underdog. Like I, I want I want to be the one who's like, oh, I bought this when it was worth this much, and look at it now. Right. Like what people are doing with Bitcoin now. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. That was like one thing I really I'm mad I did was for fun, four years ago, mm-hmm. I bought like a thousand XRP for like thirty cents a piece, mm-hmm. and like now it's. Two dollars and twenty cents a piece. And I was like, "Well, oh, I could have been up a couple grand." Yeah. yeah, I thought this was a joke, but I'm right there with you. Like, I like when I started understanding Ethereum and Bitcoin, I understand like kind of like the the way uh, people the way the um, the illusion was given to me was, you know, back when like when we start like the economy that we currently have first started, it was the cash was backed by gold, the gold standard. Yeah. Right. They're kind of alluding Bitcoin is kind of similar to that, where Bitcoin is going to be the gold standard is kind of the gold. And Ethereum is going to be the thing that we use to transact with, right? And it's going to be like the tr- like cash we have today. Yeah. Um. That's why Ethereum is going to go through the roof is because that's going to be the thing we actually use, and I think it's going to win. It'll be a commodity. Yeah. It will be right. the thing that we use to uh, spend yeah. and pay for. So Smart. it'll be very interesting. What happens with ETH. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, me and Dalton were talking about just before this. You heard 2024 55 USD. Mm-hmm. There's some solid predictions coming into play that it looks like it's going to hit. 33 grand by the end of this year oh you God. canadian imagine yeah so, so there's a house listed on. in ontario yeah. for bitcoin you can buy a house with bitcoin in ontario now smart yeah like damn i'm not taking my money out of it that's don't, for sure don't do <laughs> it. No. i think i said this to josh i think i said it that 
you should be willing to lose oh, every yeah. dime you put into crypto. Yeah, like I mean, if it's gonna ruin your life. Yeah, don't put like your your whole life savings, your life savings, or like your mortgage or something. Yeah, out. this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you hear about the guy who has like? It was like he has like a hundred million dollars in Bitcoin, but he can't. The password. He can't get yeah. in. Yeah. <gasps> I would have a hard time How? like existing. How would you go to sleep like? I have a hundred million dollars and I can't get to I have it. to become like a hermit when like yeah. life means nothing but just like scrummaging you, for goods. You would need therapy for sure. Like oh, 100%. oh yeah. <laughs> like on like <laughs> yeah. Hundred million dollars. Oh my god. That's I mean a million dollars is a life changing amount of money. Yeah, I mean if I lose like twenty dollars somewhere, I'm like, where where did that money go? Like, yeah, better <laughs> with me. Yeah. yeah. Hundred million. Oh my god. And, and to know like, that it's like on a USB stick, yeah. And the only thing stopping you is a password. A password. That you oh, that would hurt. I, uh, and like, it's not a normal institution, so there's no like forgot password. Like, that's yeah, there's no bank that's gonna come save you. Right. Yeah. That's like the one thing that's nice about a bank. I'll be honest. Is like everything's there's, insured. There's a, there's a safeguard, right? Everything's right. insured with a bank. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I I read that it's like he has one more chance at the password. So they're gonna, what are they gonna do? They're gonna like try and generate a million different. Um, I forget what they said they were gonna do. They're gonna oh, so they can take it to like a, a factory and they can break the USB thing somehow so that it takes off the limit that they can use for a password. And then they're gonna like generate passwords until it is unlocked. But the amount of money that it would cost to do this like may not even be worth it. Oh, like, it costs ninety million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, ten million dollars. But like, there's thinking like it may like cost more. Oh, to do this than it would to like that you would get out of it because it would cost so much money to like use this equipment. I guess. Wow. They would have to like build a a, a facility that they could do it at. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, if you ask me to remember a password from, like, my <laughs> junior high, like, yeah, you know, like that Yeah, like your Webkin's account. Yeah, like, I'm not getting into that. No, So, like, no. I get it. It's it's a very easy yeah. mistake. And, I mean, he must have bought it when it was, like, haha, I'm buying Bitcoin. Yeah. So, it's, when like. It was a when everyone laughed at him. Yeah, so it wasn't, like, oh, I need to write this down. <sighs> but, like, the, what you would do to yourself if you had messed up that bad, like, oh. You're down bad. Bad. I, it'd be painful. Like I even, I actually bought a ledger for myself so to put some of my crypto on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you you best know that's the story I kept thinking in the back of my mind. And I was like, <laughs> I wrote down that password five different times. Put it in the bank safety deposit I box. Put it mm -hmm. in a fire safe. I put it in various parts of my house. I was like, I don't yeah. care, man. This is like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> losing this. No, yeah. I also read that it's like twenty percent or something of people who have Bitcoin can't access it yeah. yeah and if that if they were to access it then it would like go drop down substantially because they would sell it yeah so it would like yeah and that's the thing because bitcoin is you know the only commodity that's literally has inflation protections built into it right there's yeah. only 21 million bitcoin that can ever be mined yeah so the price of bitcoin when all of it's been mined it should never change no yeah and that's the thing with when some people who can't access their, access their Bitcoin, that makes it even more hard, like right. hard to get some, which is interesting. So keep yeah. losing it. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> the, 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 that full amount will never be attained. So right. the value will indefinitely 
change. Yeah, exactly. This is the crazy part. So I think they said we've mined 16 million Bitcoin at this point. But to be able to hit 21 million Bitcoin, it's going to take another 120 years. What? Yeah. Oh, so we're not even going to see it. We're not going to see it in our lifetime. And That's lame. Which I thought was crazy, though, because um, it's because the way the blockchain is built, it's hard, mm-hmm. like the math, um, essentially the equations you have to solve to be able to solve like a, a block harder, keeps getting harder and harder that you get the need, you're get they're going to get to the point where they need quantum computing to start solving these problems, which we don't have yet. So it's, right. woo! It's so wild. There's a bit of a delay. Yeah. Interesting. I remember like watching my friends mine Bitcoin like on our school computer. Like it was that easy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah, you could oh do it like God. straight up like on the command line of a Windows laptop. See, I don't understand it that extensively yet. Like to me, it's just like a stock almost, but mm-hmm. I need to learn more. Yeah. Really I mean, that is really, that's a, that's pretty much yeah, true. Yeah, but like mm. I hear. But there's like, a whole back. Right. Like yeah. people mining in Greenland. Like right. having these huge server farms, yeah. yeah. So like I don't understand it that yeah. extensively. Yeah, like that's kind of what happened to me. Was like I threw like a little bit into it initially, mm-hmm. but like I was like unsure of it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's yeah, a little scary. There's nothing backing it. That whole thing, right? right? Then I did the research and figured out what this thing actually is. That's mm-hmm. when my position increased heavily yeah. on it. And I was like, I need this. Need this is for real. Yeah, hundred percent. So, oh yeah. But please, anyone listening, do your own research. This is not financial yeah, this advice. this is not yeah. financial advice. <laughs> I am not an expert. We cannot be sued. 100%. Ooh, that's, like, interesting that you have to think about things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they told me to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like I me. would die. I'd be like, what? You but took my advice for finances? <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> what? But like, think about that for two seconds. Like, how would you feel, Dalton? We talked about... We, you know, we act like no one's listening, but we know people are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird to think about that. That's but, true. You know, um, and, but imagine that we talked about something off the cuff and someone took it seriously, went and did it and they ended up screwing themselves. And then like, this is the real stuff I've had to think about. It was like, what if that person committed suicide? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how I'd, I don't know how I would live with that. Yeah. I haven't, ooh. It's well, stuff. it's like, especially with like celebs, like people mm. who, like who influence, influence like huge amounts of people, like yeah. the amount of things that probably happen to those individual people. Like to think about that. I don't know. It's crazy to me. Stan. Yeah. Stan. <laughs> oh, Luckily, yeah. I mean, we pretty yeah. much, we <laughs> like, we mind our P's and Q's, I would say. And we're like, we're pretty good. Oh, definitely. For sure. But I that, just, I, that would that. like, I'd be, be ruined. I think I'd quit the show. I'd be like, we're done. Yeah. So where do you guys see the most um, listeners? Uh, mainly Canada right now. It's like sixty-five percent Canada, thirty percent ish in the states, mm-hmm. and then we have a kind of the rest kind of rounds out throughout the the world. But in terms of like platform, oh platform, oh, oh great point. Uh, mainly it's Spotify uh, at this point, Spotify. like streaming yeah. platforms, yeah, that's what I right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I listen to most podcasts. On yeah, or YouTube if they have like the video for sure. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh my god. Thank gosh. you so much for having me. Um. Yeah. Fun. All right. Plug, plug, plug. You got one minute. Plug everything Shameless you need plug. to. Shameless <laughs> plug. Do it all. Um, you can check out Carmel City. Uh, we're at 1535 Dresden Row or carmelcity.ca if you want some hot LA clothing. Yeah. Scorching. <laughs> 100%. And we are very grateful that Bree came on the show to talk Carmel City, talk yes. some crypto, talk I YouTube. Know. All oh. of 
the drama going on in the yeah, world. We are very got thankful. a lot in common. Yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> we're going to have to bring her on for one more episode. Yeah. Sounds like, well, thank you all so much for listening. We're grateful for what you are, who you are, what you're doing. So whatever you're doing, whether it be driving your car. Or buying crypto. Uh, or shopping at Carmel City. Oh, Straight up. That's what's up. <laughs> we, whatever you're doing, however you do listen to this, we love you. We're out. We're out.